This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I've been pulled up with the fam. I thought that was good uh, to bring the fam back into this new era, especially your son. I know he was a KD guy. We all were. Uh, well, he's he a KD guy because of the jersey. He's, he's already scouting his new jersey, and he's frustrated with Cam Thomas' playing time because he likes Cam Thomas. He's like, why isn't he playing? Got to get 24 on the shirt. Come on. <laughs> I have three Kevin Durant jerseys. If anybody wants them, hit me up. I've got two Kyrie jerseys. Got like four pairs of Kyrie shoes, random T-shirts with KD Kyrie. I got no use for them. Mm. I can't rock that. So if you guys want them, I know there might be some stands in the chat, tweet at me or uh, hit me however you can, and I'll literally bag all that stuff up and give them to you for free. So speaking of KD and Kyrie, James Harden makes his return. Alex, can you find the image of James Harden on the big screen with the Welcome Back James SNY videos posted this? And, uh, you know, it sparked some conversation in Nets world, right? Evan Roberts put out a tweet saying that James Harden didn't deserve a welcome back video. Can you pull up the tweet from Eric Slater? Shout out to Eric. Uh, Syracuse alum covers the Nets for Clutch Points. I did a podcast with him while he was still at school. Um, He said, uh, not that one, the one that says, we're talking about a guy who asked out. It, It was quote tweeting Eddie Gonzalez's tweet because Eddie was saying that James deserves a tribute video off the, uh, okay, so here we go. At the bottom, Eddie Gonzalez, shout out to Eddie. Eddie uh, is not moving to Phoenix. He put out there, he's, he's going to be right here. He'll still be at Barclays Center. Eddie said, James deserves the tribute video off the one-leg buck series alone. Don't be weird. Eric Slater said, we're talking about a guy who asked out less than one season after imploring a team to give up all their assets for him. And he did so by quitting on the court when said team was at its lowest point. A tribute video, seriously? Nah, no, no, no. And Robin alluded to it. The what what really damaged the Nets in this mini era of Katie and Kyrie was going all in for James Harden and then having to trade James Harden and take on Ben Simmons, who we're currently stuck with. No matter what you feel about Joe Sy, Sean Marks, and the state of the Brooklyn Nets, that was an L. That was all the way an L, and it's still an L that we are taking. And I don't know when they're going to be able to trade Ben Simmons. There's rumors out there that they're gonna, no one wants to trade him. They're going to have to give him away for pennies on the dollar, if that. You um, have to attach value to him if you were to trade yeah, him. You know, maybe, that's the problem. Yeah, maybe there's, I don't know, maybe you could attach one of these guys, I don't know, Seth Curry or something, uh, Patty Mills or something. Joe Harris is another one making a ton of money. And just like at this point, you know, Joe, Joe had some good games. Uh, right away with Katie and Kyrie not in there. You know, everybody was saying that Joe is better when the lights aren't as bright, right? You know, in the trade deadline, we got back Joey Buckets because he was on fire. But, like, he's making 75 mil. Ben is making, like, a max contract. These guys are not contributing. But into this game Saturday, James Harden comes back. It's the second half of a back-to-back. The Sixers have beat the Knicks the night before. 
And we go into this game thinking, okay, new nets, new day, deep squad. Uh, we're, we're looking at this game and we're just thinking like, okay, maybe we can beat the Sixers. We, we were close with them. Um, before I pass it around, my issues with this game, and I only had a couple in my notes. I mean, obviously it's Embiid. It's the Sixers. That they're not a pushover. Doc Rivers is a good coach, and they were able to get that game. But my my issue with this game was a few things. Let me find the uh, box score. I know Patty Mills, and I know it's been adjusted. But in this game, I found Patty Mills uh, getting – he played seven minutes. He gave us zero points. I just, like, felt like he was getting minutes for his seniority. Like, yeah, let's throw Patty in there. I don't really know what his role is going to be. I think he can be a good veteran on the bench and clap and, and, and motivate guys. What else from this game? Nick Claxton comes back. He plays 29 minutes. He's got experience against Embiid, but he ends up giving us six points, um, five rebounds, the four blocks I'll give to Clax. But I still was feeling like there were moments in this game where Clax wasn't as into it. You know, it was his first game without KD Kyrie. I felt like some of that was showing, um, and he needed to snap into it to get with his team and, yeah, I already mentioned um, Joey Buckets. I felt like there was defense and shot making. The, the Nets were making threes in this game. That was all good. But the three they needed at the end of the game was a little bit late. And there was controversy with the shot clock and the time that people could see at home. But all in all, that's another loss to the Sixers, a team that uh, literally we made the worst trade possible with. And here we are. Go for it. Well, James Harden, first of all, uh, I do appreciate that he played on one leg. At the time, I was extremely appreciative of it. Um, he. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Clearly had an issue with Kyrie's availability if you look at his specific quotes. And, yeah, and we'll maybe, get to him. Yep. Maybe, there, maybe there was a choice made there between Kyrie and Harden to an extent by KD. I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but that would have been perhaps a, a mistake. When it comes to tribute videos, Durant's probably the only one that actually deserves one. And even he... You know, he wanted out on multiple occasions as soon as things got any, you know, tough. As soon as things got tough or there wasn't a top 15 guy next to him, he wanted out too. So I don't think any of us feel great about that era. Um, I'm sure with, with time, we'll feel better about it. I, I do think they legitimized the franchise. So there's that, Katie in particular. But I, I'm, I'm past that. When it comes to the, the teams themselves, I mentioned how the team now – I mentioned how much that, that loss hurt because they should have won that game. And w when you look at the standings and not getting into the play-in, that's a big thing. When you look at the momentum, that's a big thing. When you look at the officiating, that's a big thing. It was, it was tough. Uh, they even in the last two-minute report said that there should have been a call on, on Harden that would have sent Dinwiddie to the free-throw line. I, I, I keep harping on it, but I thought Cam Thomas should have closed that game. They couldn't score. That's the, the reps he needs. The, the biggest positives were you saw the potential of that team defensively. In that game, uh, the, the starting five is all long, uh, very good. They, they, they really played well on the defensive end. You saw some of the athleticism that's now an athletic team. They're getting out and running lobs, dunks, and bridges. You know, Brooklyn Bridges is a fire chant. I, I think Bridges' three-point celebration could take off. 
And you see why reportedly some teams were offering four first-round picks for Mikael Bridges. You get these little flashes. Now, he's going to need to get more opportunities, more volume to show what he can do. But when he comes off the curl and he pulls up or when he handles the ball in pick and roll and, and he's making a read or, or, or making a you know dribble drive to his pull-up or he's shooting those corner threes or, or slashing off the corner threes. I mean, he had a bunny that could have put them up at the end of the game too. You see some of that with Mikael Bridges where you go, okay, you know, is this something that can be unlocked here with, with more opportunity? Obviously didn't follow it up with a great performance, but I, I think that was the, the defensive potential, the energy, the vibe, and, and the um, flashes that you saw from Bridges were the, the big takeaways from that game on the, the positive end. Yeah, and right, there were flashes, and uh, this is actually, I think, uh, Eddie Gonzalez put this tweet out uh, during the Knicks game, but I'll, I'll say it as my take for this game, that the Nets built the perfect team uh, for uh, Luka Doncic, but we, instead of Luka Doncic, we have Spencer Dinwiddie, and I love Spence, but, you know, not exactly the situation of, of having a star, and there's one way to take that kind of a take where you're like, okay, well, that's not a good thing, right? Spencer Dinwiddie isn't Luka Doncic. He's not a star, whatever. But the other way to take it is that the Nets are in a good position, and right now we're looking for flashes, right? We are a team that is okay, especially when we're playing against these better teams, teams that are expected to beat us like the Sixers, right? We are looking for flashes. We are looking for development. Once again, Cam Thomas, and this was again in limited minutes, he goes 7-12, to 12, puts up 14 points. He puts up numbers. When he gets the opportunity, he just puts up numbers. But on the negative side of this game, and I won't talk about the refs because that's played out and we could talk about it for the next game and just like any other game we watch with the Nets, we really saw the gap and, and like Robin said, the harm that the James Harden saga caused for the Nets. When you look at what Ben Simmons did in that game in 16 minutes, you, you really see what we lost really without gaining much. Right. I mean, he goes two or three. He puts up four points, three rebounds. And it's clear that something is the matter uh, with him. It's clear that there is some injury. He doesn't jump. He doesn't move his feet in the lane. He's lost. He's not really a break starter, a break leader that much anymore. Uh, and I'll talk about it more for the Knicks for the Knicks game. But when you're looking at what this team provided uh, or got in return when they provided James Harden, it's it's a it's a monstrous L. And put that on the organization, put that on whoever, put that on Ben Simmons, put that on James Harden for quitting. But at the end of the day, we are hamstrung because of it. And you really see it in games like this. And that's not just because we played the Sixers and we can see that direct comparison, but you can really see it just because we don't really have that value. And and part of me, and I don't know if this is true, there's no way to confirm it. At least I don't have any way to confirm it. I'll ask Robin, who DMs with Katie every once in a while. You know, it's hard to think that the Nets not being able to move Ben Simmons off this team and to bring in, you know, a more serious uh, help for him. It's hard for me to see that as not a reason that KD might have wanted out because as a as a basketball player and someone who has dedicated himself to, you know, going to the gym and giving it his all and just being obsessed with the game of basketball, having a disinterested former star like Ben Simmons on the floor next to you, that's got to be a little demoralizing at the very least. 